Hello and welcome to Voice of Restoration, a broadcast outreach of the Christian Brethren Church, bringing you Bible-based teachings from author and Bible teacher, Pastor Afolabi Oladeli. Ekanka or whatever they are, they are all fake. The word of the Lord is showing you the real connector that brings heaven upon the earth and turns the people towards heaven is none other than the Son of Man. That's the Lord Jesus Christ alone himself. So that as we understand these things, the ladder reached through open heavens and joined heaven and earth, and the two were made one. This prophetic similitude was manifest in the three and a half ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God. He brought heaven to the earth and earth to the heaven. Now let's go to the clincher. Verse 17. Verse 17 of Genesis 28. 17. Mm. And he was afraid and, and said. And Jacob was afraid and said this. How dreadful is this place? How dreadful is this place? This is none other but the house of God. This is none other but the house of God. And this is. He the saw something else that was not fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Oof. something else that was not fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And that's why when Paul began to speak, he said ye are the temple of God. Ye are the temple of God. Follow with me people. So that when you hear me speaking concerning the great outpouring that is coming, I'm not speaking just off my head. I speak of the things that have been revealed. Touch to me so that you understand if there is such a passion saying don't miss it, don't miss it, don't miss it. We speak because it's of a persuasion that we found of the Lord. The vision, the similitude that was shown to Jacob here was not speaking concerning Jesus alone. Praise the Lord. Let me build gradually so you will understand where we are going. This second part of the dream spoke of the house of God which was not fulfilled in Jesus. What or who is the house of God? Give me something here. First Kings. First Kings 5.17. Yes. And the king commanded, mm. and they brought great stones. They costly brought, stones. They brought great stones. Costly stones. Costly stones. Huge stones. Huge stones. To lay the foundation of to, the house. To lay the foundation of the house, yes. And Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders. Solomon's builders and, and Hiram's Hiram's builders. And yes, they did what? Did heal them. When you heal, they healed the stone. The stones had to be prepared first. The stones had to be prepared. And that's why I kept on saying to you, not just any stone can fit into that temple. Not just any stone can fit into that temple. Dear son, count it not strange. The trials and the things that come across your way. Because the stones that were brought to the temple in 1 Kings chapter 6, they were not cut there. They had been pre-prepared and they were just slaughtered in. I lost you. Why am I travailed so much? Why are my tribulations so much? 
Why are my difficulties so much? I tell you no. There is a preparation that is going on. That was revealed unto the Charles Price. So the secret preparation of this virgin church. The preparation of this virgin church. Is after a secret manner. And in a secret manner. They were chopping them. Cutting them. Shaping them. Cutting them. Shaping them. So that when the time of the fitting of the temple came. They just did what? Shalom. Just fitting. Haggai gives us a better understanding. The building of the temple is one stone being laid upon another stone. And I want to say this to you, my beloved. I, Afalabi alone, as a stone, I don't constitute a building. All right? It takes what? It takes what to get a building? Thank you, several stones. Several stones. Several stones. Before you get what? Before you get a building. And that's why Paul, when he was speaking, I think Peter said it in 1 Peter chapter 2. He said, ye are what? Lively stones. Built up a spiritual what? A spiritual house. A spiritual house. And holy priesthood. A holy priesthood. To, to offer, offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. You understand why it's so crucial to clean the grounds. All this that we are talking about, stop this nonsense. Stop this nonsense. Because God is doing something. God is doing something. God is building a house. He's shaping stones. So that when that spiritual house is done, they can offer a spiritual sacrifice to God. Let me say something here, just by way of a digression. I don't know if you went to the scripture that I said you should check, but I, it was here that I got to understand if only Saul understood the word of God and what God was doing. Mm. Genesis 49. Genesis 49. Take it from verse 22. This was speaking concerning this man. Joseph, Joseph. is a fruitful bluff. Joseph is a fruitful bluff. Even a fruitful bluff by a well. Yes. Whose branches? Yes. Whose branches run over the wall? Yes. The ashes have sorely grieved him. Now, Joseph is set. One that there is something upon his life given by God that nobody can take away from. But this scripture tells me what? Joseph was what? He was first of all grieved. He was grieved sorely, yes. And shot at him and hated him. They shot at him. They hated him. Different dimensions of issues. And then in verse 24. But his power abode in strength. Now, how many of you know what a bow is? Okay. Is bow abode what? In, in strength. strength. Now, if your hands are limp, if your hands are limp, what use is your bow? You need what? You need strong hands to be able to shoot a bow. This scripture tells me the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. He didn't tell me that his shooting 
and the hating and so on and so forth didn't affect the hands of who? It affected, it affected his hands. But if somebody came to try and strengthen your hands and you were not willing, would it be any use? It wouldn't be. So in the midst of all the travels, in the midst of all the hatred and so on, I'm speaking about tried stones now. Amen? God is there to strengthen your hands. But you must be willing for your hands to be strengthened. You must be willing for your hands to be strengthened. And in allowing God to strengthen his hands, some of the things that were spoken here, I want to just open your eyes. Open your eyes. Particularly those of you who are in leadership in this church. I pray that the Lord my God will open your spirits to understand what is going on. And then you will set yourselves in position to do what it is that is called you to do. It won't matter what men consider the results that provoke you to jealousies. And he said, his bow abode in strength, the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob, for thence is what? The shepherd and the stone of Israel. Go on. Even now, by the God of thy mighty father. No, go, go to the next verse. He goes, 20, go to the next verse. 26. Uh, go on to the next verse. 27. Um, mm, 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 mm. Where he was speaking, he said, no, 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 no. He said, it was, was like a bullock. It's not, it's not, just go two verses before this. Oh, God. These guys, don't sleep in there. Please move it back. Uh, are we reading the same Bible? He spoke, concept, his glory shall be like the firstling of a bullock. It's not in your own Bibles. He said, his glory, the glory of Joseph, shall be like the firstlings of a bullock. Yes? Uh, hmm? Okay, he's in Deuteronomy 33. When he was speaking concerning this man, Joseph. Verse 13. Yes. And of Joseph he said. Yes. Blessed of the Lord be his hand. Mm. For the precious things of heaven. Yes. For the dew and for the deep that couched beneath. Uh -huh. And for the precious fruits brought forth by the sun. Uh -huh. And for the precious things put forth by the moon. Uh -huh. And for the chief things of the ancient mountains. Uh -huh. And for the precious things of the lasting hills. And for the precious things of the earth, and fullness thereof, and for the good will of him that dwelleth in the bush, let the blessings come upon the head of Joseph, and upon the top of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. His glory is like the firstlings of that, his that's, bullock. That's what I'm looking for. His glory is like the firstlings of the bullock. Yes. And his horns are like the horns of unicorns. How many horns does a bullock have? Thank you. A tried stone. Tried stone. Tried stone. Said his glory is like the firstling of his bullock, and his horns are like the horns of, the, of unicorns. I deliberately went to search for the horn of a unicorn. It's long, it is sharp. But a bullock has only how many horns? It has two horns. And then you will see what it says here. 
With them he shall push the people together. To he the shall ends push of the, the people together. And the riddle that I gave you, he said, the ends of the earth, and they are the ten thousands of Ephraim, and are the what? The thousands, thousands of, Manasseh. of Manasseh. The question to you, whether ten thousands or ten one thousand, do they make the horns less a body of the, less a part of the bullock? Then what folly? What folly took a hold of the heart of Saul that he became jealous? That he became envious. The horns were still part of what? The same bullock. All the blessings that was upon the head of Joseph appertained to them. It didn't matter what results people thought you got. I pray that you will get to understand. Men count results by numbers, but the blessings of the Most High God are unique, unchangeable by man. They stand forever. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is that men count as the results, it is the grace of the God of, my, of Israel that is upon my head that counts. The two horns were part of the same bullock. The same blessings that formed the glory were there. It didn't make any difference concerning that. Saul missed that, and he finished his life. Now, my children, don't miss what I'm saying to you, what the Holy Ghost is saying to you. Those of you who just think, oh, oh, they come to you, don't you see he's drawing more crowd than you are drawing? Don't you see that how many more people are following him? Don't you think you are losing your authority? Then you are of all people to be pitied because you don't understand the spirit of grace. Oh, give the Lord a clap offering here. Mazekeboshim to me. We must kill that devil from this place that stirs you up against one another on account of what they don't understand. Because the God who is walking the stones knows what he's doing. And I know because the Spirit of the Lord visited me and said, I'm, doing, I'm choosing my stones in the secret. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. By your trials, by the things that you suffer. Don't let anything get in your way that you lose your clear-headedness and the focus that you need to get to where you are going. Do we continue or we stop here? I just wanted to talk to the Lord. If you are in need of help, whatever it is that is causing you to stumble in the race that God has set ahead of you, Velocities or whatever it is, just let the word of God deal with those things now. Let the word of God deal with those things now. Let the word of God deal with those things now. And throw your lot into the hands of God. That the blessings that he has ordained from the beginning, you don't let it be shaken off your hand. Saul missed it. He became murderous. He pursued somebody that God had put his hand upon. In foolishness, he could have taken the place of Jonathan. Jonathan saw through it. Jonathan saw through it. And he was even willing to cast his own priestly robe. He was willing to put it upon him. Ah! Praise you. I beg and I beseech you that Lord you will communicate to your people. And I'm just trusting that Lord you have done. Even as I've asked. That none will go away from here. Carrying any chips upon his or her own shoulders. Chips that you didn't give to them. 
checks that you didn't give to them, but things that, Lord, you have appointed, that their eyes of understanding may be open to it, that none will go back, but will give themselves freely to your work. Ah, Lord, you put the blessings upon Jacob. You put the blessings upon Joseph, whom you said was a priest that had been set aside. God, you had set this assembly aside for a reason. We do not account ourselves to be anything other than what you've made us. Oh, but that, Lord, we also do not fail you by failing to understand what you are doing. Let wherever, Lord, any seed of envy has been sown by the counsel and the comments of men, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I curse that seed. Let it die. Let it die. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let there be a unity, Lord, in the hearts of the people to understand that the blessings upon the head of Joseph was unique. And it appertained to as many hands that has been upon him. It didn't matter what the results that men counted. Saul missed it and he ended his race. That will not be our lot in this place, Lord. It will not be the lot of any man in this place. And those who have been responsible for some of these things, my father, correct them gently, I beseech you. Correct us and gently, Lord, that we may abide under your power and see the workings that you want to do. Oh, Father, we give you praise. We give you praise, Lord. 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 Oh, glory. So you see that stone is laid upon stone. Stone is laid upon stone. In the manner that Haggai was showing it to us. That a house is not made up of one stone. It's a corporate building. The church is a corporate body. In which the Lord Jesus Christ wants to dwell. In which he wants to show forth his power. Now this thing is, uh, is gone away from me again. Praise the Lord. Now... So we understand that one stone doesn't make the house of God, but stone placed upon stone. Yet not the buildings made of stone, cement, and steel. Paul said to us in 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17, he said, ye are the temple of Christ. Ye are the temple of God. You are the temple of God. A habitation in which God wants to live. Now those, those, those three scriptures, I'm not going to read them. Ephesians 2, 22 and 1 Peter, 1 Peter 2, 25. 1 Peter 2, 5. Where I'm going, my beloved, when Jacob saw, he said, this is where the house of God. What, Joseph, what, what Jacob was seeing was the church in the latter days. What Jacob saw when he said, this is what the house of God. It's none other than the house of God. He said, this place is terrible. Because Paul then said, the house of God, the pillar and the foundation of truth, cross the truth and God will crush you. He said, the very gate of heaven. That's what the church ought to be. It is the house of God. It is the gate of heaven. Because exactly what Jesus did in those three and a half years. That's what Jacob saw. When he said, this is the house of God. What was not fulfilled in Jesus will be fulfilled in the church in that last three and a half years. I know it because the word of God says it. I hope you are with me, people. Because the word of God says it. Jesus himself declared in John 14, said, greater works than I did will you do. He also saw through the veil of time, looking at the church in that three and a half years that we are getting close to. And that's why I'm appealing to you, people. This is not the time to tear ourselves apart. This is the time to understand the word of God and see the things that are being spoken. I am persuaded that God is building the stones. 
giving fulfillment to all that he has declared in scroll 51. He said, the making of that virgin church will be after a secret what? But a secret manner. The preparation of that secret church is ongoing now. Let's not mess it up. Let's not mess ourselves up. Let's just stand in the truth of the Most High God and see how God will bring to pass his word in us. Something is going on that the sons of men don't see. But God is looking for those stones, those that he has appointed to be what it is. Now, you'll find in that scripture, now I'm, 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 I'm running now. I give these notes to the guys who do the things because there are some things that I just, I don't want to go through them again. Let's go back to the scripture in, 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 in Genesis 28, please, quickly. We just dealt with verse 17. Verse 17, yes? And he was afraid and yes. said, mm -hmm. How dreadful is this place? Yes. This is none other but the house of God. The and, gate, yes. And this is the gate of heaven. Yes. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had used for a pillow and he set it up for what? A pillar. And then he did what? He anointed it with oil that you may know that every stone that my God has prepared, he will give you a platform for the promotion of his word. He will anoint you with his power that every word that is coming from your mouth, the power of heaven himself is going to back it up. If you miss this, if you miss this, you are on your own. Because the pattern is there in the world. He rose up early in the morning, took the stone that he had put for his pillows, uh, and set it up for a pillar, and poured oil upon it, that it might be fulfilled, that it is spoke by the mouth of Charles Price the prophet also. He said, upon that body will be the what? The fixed zircon. From where what? The wonders will flow. That's the word of the Lord. That's why we speak. Saying, don't waste your life accumulating what is not going to happen. Hey, what was the value of real estate after the angels passed through Sodom and Gomorrah? It was just ash and dust. Ash and dust. So let me build for the kingdom. Let me build for the kingdom. Where moth and rust does not corrupt. Let me build for the kingdom where glory is awaiting me while I have the breath in my mouth. I'll stop it here. Let's just get up and, and bless the Lord. I can't I, I can finish it. But I, I think you have heard. You understand. Do you understand, people? Do you understand gathering his stones? Giving platforms upon which they will stand to declare his counsel and bring men to the kingdom. God is anointing his stones where he is pouring upon them. Where the wonders will flow if you will lend yourself and not let the things that are not, that are not of God deter you from the things that God is saying. Please speak to the Lord. 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 Make your communication with the Lord your God. Where will you be? What path will you take? What path will you take? What path will you take? What part 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 will you take? It's not a time to be sad. It's not a time to despair. It's a time to be in prayers. A time to seek the Lord. 
Because there is a price to pay. It takes faith and prayer to cut through to get there. It takes faith and prayer to be ready for that which God is saying. It takes faith and prayer. Let us arm ourselves. This is the hour of spiritual mobilization. All our military might must be harnessed at this time to get us ready for what God is set to do. Where will you be? Where will I stand in the things that God has declared? Where will you be? Are you still going to be torn aside by the things that men say? All your power, what men perceive of you. Remember, remember the blessings of the glory upon Joseph remained the same. It didn't matter. That Manasseh was appointed to thousands and Ephraim was appointed to ten thousands. God who knows is set it to be. Only men who are blind who don't understand the principles of the kingdom and the workings of our God get carried away and they lose the things that is being given to them. There will not be a soul amongst any of you that is in the leadership of this church in the name of the Lord Jesus. There will not be a soul in the midst of any one of you. You will understand by reason of the word and by the ministration of the Holy Ghost what God has appointed you for and you will do what you need to do. Just speak to the Lord. Just speak to the Lord. Time to arise and mobilize. Mobilize in prayer. Mobilize in faith because there is a greater pouring that is coming and God, God is raising his stones. He's raising his stones. He's raising his stones. Will you be one of them? Will I be one of them? Will I remain one of them? Will I remain one of them? Will you remain one of them? Will you be one of them? Curse the word. Let the word, curse the word that you have had, stand you up and cause you to consider and see where you stand in the things that God is speaking about. Ah, glory be to Jesus. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time on another episode of Voice of Restoration. If you want further information on today's episode,